0: This week on Lighting Money on Fire, National Football League Edition with Grant and Jonathan, well, I'll tell you one thing. I sure hope you're making the bets we're telling you to because then you're getting richy, rich, 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 rich. You're eating with silver spoons. You're wiping your butt with $20 bills. It's unbelievable the run we're on. We're not just going to talk about that, although we will have to you know, get into that a little bit. We're also going to, of course, talk about what's going on in the NFL, including is anybody good? What the hell happened in fantasy this week, anyway? Other things like that. <laughs> and of course, our best bets for the week. We're going to do it all right now and letting money on fire with Grant Dennison and Jonathan Levy. <laughs> I've been
1: informed by our legal department that there are two things I need to say. Uh, Karen, can you get me the paper? I okay, verbatim. What what could it possibly? Does it have to be verbatim, Karen? Okay. Um, First thing. (laughs) Yeah. Karen wants me to say um, the opinions expressed on this podcast. Uh, regarding sports betting are solely the opinions of the hosts and are not to be taken as actual advice. Not sports betting
0: advice, correct.
1: Any financial losses incurred based on making bets that are the opinions of the hosts are your own fault, you fucking idiots. Yeah, right, like, come thank, on. Thank you, Karen, uh, for that. There's a second thing Karen wants me to oh, read. Sure. sure. Um, the sanitary nature of American currency is not to the level of toilet <laughs> paper, and you should not put currency on your anus. Um, thank you, Karen. Huh. Yeah. So Karen, I did not know Karen that. Karen wanted <laughs> us to say those two
0: things. I was not aware that. I appreciate that especially. Though. I don't
1: know why I did this, but as I was reading that, I pretended to read something yeah, off of my it's hand, true. even though this is a podcast. You really, you really <laughs> committed to the bit. I committed
0: bit. to the bit. Yeah. Congratulations on that. Yeah. Um, we did... Go two and zero
1: oh last week, Grant. Yes, we did. We went two and zero. Oh. That is two wins with zero losses. We would have gone three and zero oh had we done your bet. We didn't do your mm. bet because we realized that right. it wasn't as good as we thought for the bad belly reasons. You right. wanted to bet the Colts minus three because you thought they had lost. I, in my mind, I'd forgotten that they had won the they f- had won the previous, the previous game, right. so it wasn't a bad belly bet. However, they won twenty three to nothing. Yeah, but which we're going to talk about later. But my reasons for it
0: weren't weren't sound. So whatever, that's fine. But we went two and zero. Oh. We, we based, you bet you bet. A Hundred thousand dollars in each of those games. You got two hundred thousand. We well, got one hundred and eighty thousand dollars right now. One hundred eighty three thousand dollars or something. I mean, congratulations. That's a house in a lot of places. Yeah, wow. Good. We are
1: we are <laughs> we are setting up people's lives right now. So anyway, uh, <laughs> has the curse been broken? Of if we do my bets, they fail, and if we don't, they succeed sure because why not we did both my bets and they both succeeded yeah they did we had the vikings minus seven for bad belly reasons yeah which came in and it then sure we did. had the bears minus five and a half for conventional, reasons. <laughs> conventional <laughs> reasons and that came in as well
0: yep so that was cool the bears game was in was in play all the way through yeah um the cover anyway was in play the bears looked like they were going to win throughout the fourth quarter um the Vikings game was not the case. Actually, the Vikings were up what, 24 to nothing. Yeah. Then the Dolphins scored 17 back. in a row. But then the Vikings won 41 to 17, yeah. I think, right? Or 41 to 24. They ended up blowing them out twice, basically, in that game. So. Are the
1: Vikings the weirdest team in the NFL as far as their Ooh. results so far? Ooh, that's a good... I don't know. There's so many weird teams this year. Okay, but the Vikings got blown out by Buffalo. Yeah. And then they had that horrible showing last week. I don't even remember what happened, but I remember being like, wow, the Vikings are not for real Washington, right? Didn't they lose to Washington? Was that it? It was something like that, it and was, then
0: it was so bad. No, it was not Washington. Washington played New York last week, of course. No, they lost to Seattle twenty-one to seven on Monday night. That's right, and happened.
1: it was like in an embarrassing fashion. Yes. Where they couldn't it, get they, anything going. They,
0: it was it was a horrible game,
1: and then for everybody. And then they beat up on the seven and six Dolphins. They sure did.
0: Now the Dolphins are an, an, a sort of fake. They were a fake seven and six in my mind. They're not really that. They're not. Even, they're a seven and seven now. They're not even really good enough to be a five hundred team. I expect major changes in Miami. Um, specifically at the quarterback position. I'd be shocked if Tannehill's the quarterback next year.
1: He's more of a backup, yeah.
0: Th- that says you're not even really a 500 team. Like 500 teams rarely replace their quarterback. Yep. Rarely, right? Um, Baltimore.
1: Baltimore's, Baltimore's doing it. That's the process true.
0: process of doing that. That is actually a good point. Now, Baltimore has been on a, st- a winning streak since, I and mean, they lost two weeks ago when they lost to the Chiefs barely. But they've been playing incredibly well with Lamar Jackson, or winning games anyway, I should say, with Lamar Jackson, and since Flacco got hurt. That's true. That's true. And they're clearly sticking with Jackson at this point, too. Flacco is going to be a free agent unless weird things happen, which they seem to be doing constantly in
1: this league of ours. All right. Let's talk about this league of ours. Yeah. General stuff. Okay. Let's talk about perception. Okay. I love that. Okay. Big perception guy over there. So there's been a, a monumental shift in perception, and it happens every week in the NFL because there are so few games that each game is so important that we derive far too much meaning from each game. So that's what we're going to do right here. That is exactly right. That's Uh, what we do. Yeah. But before this week of games began starting with what was my favorite game of the year, the Kansas city versus San Diego game on Thursday night that ended with a two point conversion when they could have tied it with one, which I love. Yeah. It's a great ending. How have the perceptions of these teams changed? Now my question is, are they in trouble versus what you thought before starting with the Rams?
0: Ah, okay. Great. It's hard to say anything, but the Rams are, have fallen dramatically from where I saw them. I saw them as the top of the heap, clearly the best team in the league. I don't see how I can say that anymore. They've had three terrible games in a row from, from Goff at this point. Right. And they've lost two of the three, I believe as well. I mean, they, they don't look as good as, uh, as they had been looking and it's confusing to me.
1: Todd Gurley is consistently good, but beyond that, I mean, was the loss of Cooper Cup a huge blow to this offense? Was he a linchpin to the offense? I
0: mean, he is really good. Yeah. For them. For whatever reason, him and Goff have had a connection and they were he was lighting it up for them. But that shouldn't matter enough. They have all these other pieces,
1: right? right? That should be fine. We talked about how the Rams were stymied last Sunday night against Chicago. In Chicago, there were plenty of excuses thrown around about that, including that Goff is from Southern yes. California, never played in cold weather, and I has tiny that. hands. Yeah, um, though those don't hold up as they played in L.A. and their <laughs> offense was terrible.
0: Yeah, they did end up putting up twenty-three points when all was said and done. But Goff threw one. Sorry, Goff threw zero touchdowns and two interceptions. And he's just been horrific lately. Gurley led the team in receiving with 76 yards. I mean, this is not what you expect. Like, it just doesn't make any sense at all to me. uh, What's happened with Goff lately. Here's his last three games. Because, you know, we like doing stuff like that. So here's touchdowns in his last three games. You ready for this? Yeah. Well, uh, sorry, that's rushing touchdowns. Okay, this is better. (laughs) Okay, Touchdowns in his last three games. He has more more passing touchdowns than rushing touchdowns. Because he has one passing touchdown in the last three games. Here's interceptions wow. in the last three games. Seven.
1: Yikes. Are you kidding this me? This guy was a borderline MVP candidate earlier in the year.
0: I thought he was a legit MVP candidate. I had him like number three throughout most of the season behind Breeze and Mahomes personally, and he can't be there anymore. He no. He just can't be. I mean, To me, the MVP debate is pretty much settled at this point. But, um, but Goff... It's so weird. So, Goff, up until the, these last three games, the three games before that, Goff had nine touchdowns. Forget the three games. The five games before that, he had 14 touchdowns and one interception. The five games before that. And now he has one touchdown and seven picks the last three games. Is he hurt? It, Maybe he's hurt.
1: That's when Cooper Cup went out, man. Wow. Is it, could it,
0: just it can't be- possibly be this. No way. It can't just be Cooper Cup. Come on. It's impossible. This is crazy. This is crazy. All they, they lost to Chicago at Chicago, fine. They scored six points. That makes no sense. I know Chicago's good defensively. They hosted Philly, a broken Philly team yeah. that has struggled all year. Nick Foles now the quarterback. Big
1: dick Nick, they call him.
0: He was big dicking it once again. Yeah. Because they won they lost 23 to 30 to that Philadelphia Eagles. They did beat Detroit. Congratulations. They barely beat the Chiefs before that. And of course, one of the that, that was very memorable games. game. Yeah they beat Seattle the week before that, but it was tight, 36-31. They lost to New Orleans the week before that. I mean, they they've had a tough-ish schedule, but still I mean, the Rams are good, but they're no I no longer see them as a great team, and I really had been seeing them as a as yeah, a potential greatness.
1: Kind of as I was alluding to in our perception segment that we're on now. It's we're dealing with such a small sample size in the NFL. Yeah. And it felt very much like the Rams were ahead of schedule, right? Yes. Like Yes, they have the components that could make up a great team, the first overall pick at a quarterback, this young dynamic coach who seems like kind of the future of the NFL in, in terms of coaching, and you know all the pieces that go along with that, including Aaron Donald and Todd Gurley and, and good receiving core and stuff yeah. like that. And we're like, okay, I guess they're just great already. It just happened really quick. It's but really, maybe, yeah. maybe they're actually on schedule and we've just – Seen the, the good side of the variance, and then now we're seeing the other side of things. Maybe you're right. I, I'll
0: tell you what. The Rams kind of need to win out because they may lose the number two seed. They may, they may not get a bye. Yeah. Like, they're 11-3. and three. The Bears are 10-4 and four and have their tiebreaker because they beat them. Yeah. So the Bears, I mean, let's take a look at the Rams' schedule right now and see who they're playing the rest of the way here. They play Arizona. They go to Arizona, so that's good for them they have to like that. They're almost they're like 15 and a half point favorites there. And then they play San Francisco. So they they're
1: in good shape They're the hosting San Francisco. Yeah, but so the they're question, likely to win. The question is not about that. It's about like what are their playoff aspects sure. now that now that it seems like they've fallen from grace a little bit. Well, sure, but
0: the buy really helps with the playoff chances, right? Sure. Um it all it all fits together. But um but yes, I think it's now I I really felt they were the class of the league and I no longer feel
1: that way. I don't know who the class of the league is anymore. We're going to talk about that later. We'll, we'll leave that. I am confused. Me as well. Let's talk about another perceived team. Yes. And where they perceived themselves to be before this week and where they now perceive. Is it the Dallas Cowboys? No. Ah. That's going to be on the list, though. Okay. It's the New England Patriots. Oh. Yeah. I know yeah. you don't want to talk about this one. What do
0: you? Why? I think they're fine and everyone knows
1: it. We got to talk about it. Okay. So this is not as monumental of a downfall as we thought Tom Brady was having. In 2014, in like week right. four against the Chiefs, <laughs> but correct. it's a slow drip of maybe this is the end. Yeah, right. I because. Agree. He's making Brady's making mistakes that he never used to make, which is weird. You wouldn't expect the mental stuff to be the problem, but Mm -hmm. he's made two huge red zone mistakes in critical moments in the past two weeks. One was taking a sack when he absolutely could not take a sack at the end of the half. Yeah. And this week he was trying to throw the ball out of bounds, I guess, but threw an interception when he didn't. Yeah, he could
0: have gone down. He could have done a lot of things easier and somehow he threw a pick in a spot that there was just no reason to do that, that you expect a rookie to make that play. And instead Brady did it. Um, it could be that his mind is telling him to do something and his body is a little slower to react. And Maybe. so like throw it out of bounds and then he can't get the same, you know, leverage or torque or power behind the ball or something. But it does feel like Gronk is now a shell of his former self. Absolutely. At best. Grady is, Brady, I call him Grady now because he's not as good as he used yeah. to be. Brady is um, still a reasonable quarterback in this league for sure, but doesn't feel like a star anymore. Like he's not now like what is he like the ninth best quarterback something in the league like instead that, of being yeah. like a top 3 guy every year yeah. which he's been for almost his entire career right? right certainly since you know like 2005 or something like that he's right. been like among the very very best and i mean he won the mvp last year yeah but he's nowhere nowhere close to that this year and doesn't deserve to be you know and that's that's tough man
1: and uh for whatever reason him and josh gordon are not connecting as much as you might hope yeah considering that josh gordon has not had any sort of relapses and seems healthy seems like he would be a bigger part of the offense. I agree by now. Like it,
0: uh, you'd expect it to take maybe a month or something like that, yeah. but it's been two months and they need him. Yeah. And it's not working out the way you'd hope. Josh Gordon did have one really big drop in the game. He did for a first down, but come on, like everyone's going to drop the ball a little bit. He's at this point, especially with Gronk being a broken down yeah. jalopy, you know, Gordon is by far like the one Lamborghini they have in the garage. You know, like everyone else is like, uh, I'm going to try harder, coach. I swear, yeah. you know, the Edelman's of the world. I mean, Joey I guess Edelman's they
1: have, like a reconstituted early 2000 <laughs> Subaru. Who's yeah. like, hey, he's running pretty good yeah. for being that making model. He was a quarterback in college. I mean, come on. <laughs> yeah. And like
0: div three, uh, they do have Correll Patterson, who back in the day was more of Lamborghini like, but come on, like that I guy mean, is. Fair at that right. He, I mean, but they thought he might be.
1: If you're gonna while. consider Josh Gordon a Lamborghini, yeah, yeah.
0: you cannot. Okay, if we're if that's Fine. the scale, um, Brady's QB rating is still almost 98, which is good. It's actually right on track with his career. But the problem is, career includes his first several years, which it was well below 98. Yeah, and um, the last several years, uh, the last three years up until now, he was actually over 100. Um, this year he's not terrible by any means at all. He's got he's almost 4000 yards passing, 24 touchdowns, nine interceptions. That's perfectly good. If you were getting a, this out of Ryan Tannehill, you'd be excited. Sure. But this is the guy who everyone's saying is the greatest player of all time and this is not what this is not goat level production. He's 41. It's probably the end. It's now probably the end. My question is are they going to stick with, let's, let's say it goes not great the rest of the year. So, because yeah. obviously maybe he has a, you know, he gets it together in the playoffs cause they're going to make the playoffs and they go to the Super Bowl again, right. like even just going to the Super Bowl and he looks pretty good. They're kind of stuck with him. Uh, absolutely. But let's say it doesn't go that way. Let's say they don't get the buy, which right now they would not. They're a game behind the Texans because they've lost two weeks in a row, mm-hmm. which is crazy. Um, to the dolphins as one of the teams with the Miami miracle. Um, let's say, so they don't get the buy. Let's say they lose. They don't even make the conference finals, which they, let's say they just lose in the second round, which is reasonable. This team could really do that. They play Pittsburgh again and lose, right? They just lost to Pittsburgh. They could do that. Um, so if that happens and Brady doesn't look great, like Brady could throw for 450 yards or something, but let's assume he throws for 240 yards, two touchdowns, one interception, and they lose, you know, 28 to 28 to 17. And it didn't feel that close. This feels like a very reasonable outcome right now for the Patriots. I'm sorry to say as a, as a Patriots fan my whole life. What do you do as the Patriots? Do you just stick with... I mean, they don't really have anyone else in the pipeline right now. There are going to be some free agent quarterbacks,
1: but no one truly special. All right. How fragile is Brady's ego is my question. I would guess very fragile, but I don't know. Is it fragile enough that if they make some trades and use an early draft pick on the quarterback of the future, it would hurt him and make him upset. When you say, oh, makes... I don't think that's... I don't think he'd be upset with that. Like, if they traded to get the 10th overall pick to pick, like, who they think might be the Mahomes of the draft, you know? Like, would he be perturbed by that
0: I don't I don't know but I don't care because I think that's the best way to do it I agree. like set
1: up for the future let Brady start the next year too right. and like you know just get yourself set with the next guy
0: if Brady's great and the team is great then yeah. you're gonna have a Garoppolo problem all over again but Brady's so old sooner or later it's gonna right. be fine um, if Brady isn't great and the team struggles you say okay it's time to move on but we're clearly nearing that place if we're not already there as, as the Patriots I mean they were nine and three a second and a half ago yeah and it looked like they would have a real shot at the number one seed but, I mean, really, the Dolphins don't make that miracle play at the end. We may not even be having this discussion because they'd still be in line for the number two seed. But Brady doesn't look the same. No, he doesn't. He doesn't.
1: This is the first time in many years of watching football um, over the past decade or so, except for that one Kansas City game where yeah. right now at this very moment, I would be surprised if the Patriots won the Super Bowl. It would be a surprise yeah, me too. to me.
0: I don't feel they have the offensive uh, capabilities or the defensive capabilities. Yeah. They need to improve in both areas, and they don't have much time to do it. Like, Gronk has to pull some some crazy shit out of there, you know? He's got to, like, RoboCop it up to have any kind of a He's chance. he got to get
1: some of those Canseco Roids.
0: He's going to have to, yeah, like, find himself for three or four games in the playoffs where he is the dominant Gronk of old, because otherwise I don't see... Or Josh Gordon has to suddenly become a superstar again. They need a superstar-type player, and it ain't James White. That isn't right. going to be enough. So, I mean, the Pats in the old days actually got away with this kind of a thing when Brady was a kid, you know, in the early years. Yeah. But... They're not. They're, they don't have the defense they had back then. And so they don't have the Brady they had back then. Well, they kind of do. The Brady they weren't really they weren't leaning on him yeah, all that okay. much back then. But yeah, he's the Mr. Mr. Clutch who never screws up has like failed a few times lately in spots where you just wouldn't expect him to, and that's weird.
1: All right. Well, on to the next team. Yeah. That we can either be worried about or not. The Seattle Seahawks. Yeah. So they were rising, especially in my mind. I was kind of on them before they started having a bunch of wins. And last week, they had a bad loss. They had a pretty bad loss there. So. Who'd they play? Um, now you made me
0: forget. I knew, I knew you weren't going to say it because you, the way you said bad loss, man, you couldn't remember. They lost to San Francisco yeah, that's in the overtime. One. That's the yeah. one. Um, I mean, that's not a great loss. You're right. Seattle was favored by four. But they weren't, like, massive favorites either. I think they're fine. I think they are what they are. They're an 8-6 and six team, which is pretty good and can win a tight game at the end because they have Russell Wilson, who's the greatest fourth-quarter quarterback, actually playing right now, according to all the stats, which is crazy but true. Yeah. Um, they're, they're sort of a dangerous team in the playoffs, but not a true contender. That's how I think of them. Like, I could see them beating any of the good teams. Yeah. But there's no way this team wins the Super Bowl unless they pull an Eli Manning-type Rabbit out of their and
1: I was always I was kind of my perception of them before this week was they're the type of team that would be kind of a shock if they won the Super Bowl. But at the same point, I would be like, yeah, I kind of get it. You know, like they, they can pull it out in the clutch. These guys mm-hmm. know what they're doing, you know, type of team and doesn't feel that way as much anymore after last week. But maybe that's just me reacting too much.
0: I mean, this is what happens, right? It's, it's sort of what you're saying. They play 16 games. They played 14 games this year so far, and they' are hour-long games, and so much is decided by an inch here and an inch there. you know the tiniest thing matters so much because it ends up contributing to the win or the loss, you know. Uh, so I hear what you're saying, but I don't th- to me it doesn't fundamentally change how I see them. I see them as the same team as they were.
1: Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, so we're not really concerned about them.
0: I'm not. Much. I mean, I mean, I think they're probably going to go out in the first or second round of the playoffs, and that'll be a pretty successful year for them, considering it was supposed to be a terrible year.
1: Let's yeah. talk about the juiciest one. Here we go. It's a nice, juicy barbecue. How you like them, Cowboys? <laughs> yeah, the Cowboys. Okay, so they had won, what, five in a row? I believe so. And uh, Cowboys fans are drinking a bunch of Texas whiskey right now because hot damn... <laughs> They got fucking destroyed in every aspect of the game.
0: (laughs) Nice, Tony G. Yeah. That's good. That's a poker reference for all you non-poker people out there.
1: I've destroyed you in every phase of the game, Dak.
0: I think think it's time for you to retire,
1: Jason Garrett.
0: Uh, Yeah, Indianapolis beat him 23 to nothing. It was 10 nothing at the half. It was 20 nothing after three quarters. What the hell happened? 23 to nothing
1: is a brutal score.
0: Yeah. Brutal. I mean, you have Ezekiel Elliott, who's the only guy who had even a reasonable game for the Cowboys, at least offensively. What the hell? So they got Amari Cooper. Things have been going really well. Yeah. They beat the Eagles last week. They didn't need to win this game. They just needed not to look like ass. (laughs) Yeah. You know, but I guess in this case, for a lot of Cowboys fans, the ass is half empty because I hate it when that happens, (laughs) because it's hard to imagine the Cowboys being a true contender. If they put up zero points against the Colts who who don't have a dominant defense, they have a good defense, but it's not like, I mean, they're going to be facing much better teams in the playoffs than the freaking Colts who may make the playoffs, but probably won't because Frank Reich has a big ego. So I'm just going to never, ever let that go. I know you really aren't correct. Um, Disproportionately
1: upset about that one.
0: Amari Cooper, didn't really do anything, but he's been great. So I, I don't know how you can really blame him. He had seven targets, four catches for 32 yards. It's possible. This is just one of those games where things didn't work out for him. Yeah. At the same point, he was supposed to be one of those guys where that, that those games like that don't happen, right? That's, That's why they trade a first round is pick for no him. no
1: guy. Julio be, Jones? For sure. Julio's had worse games than that this year. This year? Worse Last, than four? Worse than four receptions for 32 yards? I will bet you $4,000 that last week he had two for 18.
0: Oh, really? Well, you are a Julio Jones owner, so I'm just going to not bet you that, even though I do love betting. (laughs) And I want to do it after all the wins we've had lately, because we're just swimming in money. (laughs) (laughs) Of course. Uh,
1: Yeah, so yeah, Julio has those games.
0: Okay. So it could just be something like that, right? Um, At the same point, it's a little disturbing that they couldn't figure out a way to score... You know, 14 points. Losing 23 to 14 feels so different than 23 to nothing.
1: Losing, I would rather lose 40 to 17, I think. Like,
0: right. Because then you just put, you say, ah, the defense. It's and It's so things hard to put us. up
1: zero points. Yeah. It's kick, a field goal. Just to...
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, there's a point when you stop trying to kick field yes. goals, right? But having said that, there's a point when you don't. And also maybe score a touchdown instead sometimes. Just to give you a sense of it, here's the scores everyone else, here's how many points everyone else scored against... The Colts this season. Okay. Okay. So the Bengals scored 34 points. Washington scored nine. Philly scored 20. Houston scored 37. The Patriots scored 38. The Jets scored 42. Really take that one in, Cowboys fans. Buffalo only scored five. Oakland scored 28. 28. Oakland, I'm just going to say that again, scored 28. Derek Carr. Amari Cooper was uh, on that team at that point, though. Jacksonville scored 26. Jacksonville scored 26. I think I need to repeat that. Tennessee, Tennessee only scored 10. Miami scored 24. Jacksonville scored 6. Houston scored 21. And now Dallas has scored 0. So, like we can say Indianapolis has a good defense, but come on. It's not that good. They have held nobody to less than six points. And by the way, when Jacksonville scored six points, they won the game. It was six, nothing. (laughs) So it was a defensive struggle at least. So they're, you know, that I
1: don't know if that plays in. So the Cowboys are garbage
0: trash. They're not right. They're still pretty good. They're going to win their division, right?
1: Yeah. Well, well, are they though? Are we sure they're going to win their division? No, because the Eagles could win. Because the
0: Eagles are suddenly back, baby. Nick Foles, big dick Nick. There is a scenario which is the greatest scenario to ever have occurred in the NFL, which could play out this year.
1: Although this is quite hyperbole. Well,
0: you tell me if I'm wrong. Fi- find me a better scenario than this. Okay. It's the Eagles run the table with Nick Foles as their quarterback and win a second Super Bowl in a row
1: with Nick Foles. Yes.
0: Is that, that not the greatest? Series? That would
1: probably be the greatest. It's hard. I,
0: I literally cannot think of a better thing that's ever happened in the NFL. Like more incredible story than that. And we know Kurt Warner was a pretty great story. Brady's a pretty incredible story. His whole career after being a yeah. round pick, blah, blah, blah. This to me is the greatest thing that would have ever, ever have happened. <laughs> I, I really think so. Now it's what not easy Shaquem, for them to what do. What about it.
1: Shaquem Griffin getting drafted with only one hand? That's pretty incredible. That's cool. If he, you know, if he comes in and quarterbacks the
0: Eagles to a Super Bowl this year, I would say that <laughs> okay. that's the
1: greatest story of all time.
0: Um, right now, Philly is only a game out of the wild card. Actually, even a half game out of the wild card. They're a half game behind Minnesota. They're tied with Washington, who is not a threat. No. Nope. Carolina is not a threat at 6-8. and eight. So the only teams they have to do is they just have to catch up to Minnesota or Seattle. That's it. They're a, ha- they're a game behind Seattle and a half game behind Minnesota. That's all they have to do. This is
1: doable. And Nick Foles doesn't lose. Nick Foles doesn't lose. It's Foles gold, baby. That's right. Foles gold. Yeah, so the Cowboys, though, are less of a contender than any of the other yeah. teams we've talked about. They're worse than Seattle, right?
0: I don't know. I mean, if they're really playing each other. If they play, if they play, they're going to play in Dallas, those two teams. I mean, who are you betting on? Let's say it's, let's say it's pick them. Yeah, say it's pick them. I would take Seattle. I would take Dallas. So there you go. Yeah. I think if it's in Seattle, I'll take Seattle, though. I think it's that close.
1: Obviously, Seattle is a better quarterback.
0: That matters. Yes, it's not close. That is not close at all. Seattle is a better quarterback and a better coach. Yeah. But, you know, Cowboys have got a lot of good players. Yeah. And they probably do. a better. Well, they both have good defenses. Yeah, they do. Um, Dallas has them at the running back position. Although Seattle's run the ball very effectively.
1: Also. Yeah. Chris Carson just had a big game.
0: Yeah. Mike Davis has been pretty good. Everyone's been pretty good actually for them.
1: Seattle makes, has the most rushing yards in the NFL. So yeah. what the hell are you talking about? Well, you were just telling me how Seattle isn't that good anymore, but they're better than Dallas. I'm not you sure. sure you want to bet on Dallas. You sure about that? Yeah. Yeah. In you're Dallas, just doing, you're I'll, just doing that to be opposite. You
0: okay. want to, uh, you want to make a provisional bet right now. I'll bet you right now. If they play each other in the playoffs in Dallas, I got Dallas. You have Seattle. I don't like it. See, so never mind. How
1: huh? about? If they play other in the playoffs, no matter what, not in Dallas, but no matter what, um, hold on for a sec. Yeah, sure. That's okay. fine. Okay.
0: How much name an amount anywhere from zero to a hundred dollars. Oh yeah.
1: Cause it's always going to be in Dallas. I get it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck you. Let's we'll move on. Oh, so
0: you don't want to do it now.
1: I mean, I bet the, I bet Dallas gets minus three. Like, and so I'm not, I don't want to take the bad side of it, but okay. it's, I still just think Seattle's a better team. It okay. doesn't necessarily mean they're going to beat them in Dallas. It just means they're a better team. Those are different things.
0: Okay. You're the guy who wanted to bet on if they played each other in the playoffs.
1: Are those saying. different things or not?
0: But you brought this up.
1: Yes or no question, <laughs>
0: Levy. <laughs> yes. Let's move on. Okay. Who cares?
1: All right. Let's talk about the, <laughs> I was o- so close to getting
0: that bet through.
1: Let's talk about the other side of, Oh my perception. God.
0: You almost gave it away. Yeah. The
1: other side of perception. We've already talked about the Eagles. We were going to talk about them on the other side of perception, but we can talk about them a little bit more if you want. Nah. Nah. They're just like, man, maybe Nick Foles is the man. Let's
0: give him another week or two to prove that he's really Nick Foles again.
1: All right. So the top five, there was always this top four in the NFL. Now right. I feel like there's more of just like a murky top five. So my question is about two teams. Are the Bears and the Chargers in the top five? We can talk about them respectively. Yeah. But are those two top five teams? I think so. You think they both are? I like them both. They're in both, the both top better Harvard. than the Patriots.
0: Yes. Do you agree? I do. I, I do. just didn't know you if you would. I do. I do. I mean, I, a Patriots-Chargers playoff game would be pretty interesting. It would be in New England, and uh, that really could happen, actually, in the first round right now. Yeah. And uh, I like the Patriots to win that game, but I think the Chargers, this goes to what you're we saying, I think the Chargers are probably a better team right now.
1: Chargers are really, really, really good. And I love the ballsiness of, of be having the balls to go for two when you're down by one at the last second of the game to win the game. That is so badass. I mean, it's badass, but
0: let's be clear. It's not, it's not as badass as it really sounds because, A, um, they're, going, they're going to be the wild card team almost always Yeah, if they don't get it. They're right. still, and if they get it, they're probably the wild card team, but this gives them a chance to win the division and get a buy and stuff like that. So there's, there's not too much actual downside, A. But, B, the, but it was at least recognized and acted upon. That is absolutely true. Um, the other thing is Kansas City's offense is so impossibly good. It seems crazy to give them. It's not like you're 50-50 in overtime. Right. Like, you're just not. And so I lo- So you take your shot right now. It's probably, You probably have a better shot to convert the two-pointer than to win in overtime anyway, right? Yeah. So that's a great reason to go for it. So I love So both those reasons combined. I mean, I'm, I'm glad that they actually did it, though, because so often people do incredibly stupid things yeah. in football. Incredibly stupid.
1: So who's better, the Chargers or the Bears? I'll
0: take the Chargers. I think it's close. I'll take the Chargers because I like the quarterback better. I, I trust Philip Rivers a lot more in big spots.
1: I certainly think Philip Rivers is better than Trubisky, but the Bears' defense is maybe the best in the league. Yeah. So, so I don't know. It could be. It's a pick 'em for me. But yeah, I think so. Who are the top five teams then before extricating the Patriots from that situation?
0: Yeah. Well, it seems pretty straightforward, right? It's Kansas City, the Chargers, the Rams, which i still going to keep in the top five. Yeah. New Orleans and the Bears. Let's feel like the obvious top five. Yeah. And then the Patriots. Houston. Houston. To me, Patriots are clearly better than Houston. Yeah, um, I think so. And I don't even know who else is in the conversation after that. So the Patriots, to me, are like the number six team now, or the number, like, but they're on the outside. Yeah. In.
1: Yeah, okay. And uh, speaking of a lower-level team than those guys, but a team that has come up since making some staff changes this year.
0: Yes, I know what you're going to say. Cleveland. Baker. Cleveland Browns. Yes, sir. They might make the playoffs. There is a chance. It's not super likely, so don't get excited. But there's a chance. It's really unlikely, by the way. It's not going to happen. I'm looking at this. Because, look, the Chargers or the the Chiefs are going to take one of the wild card spots. There's one spot left. Cleveland is currently 6-7-1 with two games to go. The best they can finish is 8-7-1. There are multiple teams with eight wins right now with two games to go. Multiple. Baltimore, Pittsburgh, Indianapolis... Tennessee. By the way, Miami is seven and seven also. There's just, they're not going to pass all those guys. They're not making it. Never mind. But But they could finish with a winning record after winning one game in the last
1: two years. That's pretty good. I mean, Hugh Jackson, what did you do wrong, man? You screwed it all up. Obviously there is a strong correlation between Hugh Jackson's (laughs) (laughs) tenure and the complete failure of the Cleveland Browns. Hugh Jackson
0: is the Isaiah Thomas of the NFL. And when I say Isaiah Thomas, I mean old school Isaiah Thomas, the guy who coached the Knicks, the guy who, or GM the Knicks, excuse me, and GM the Raptors, I think, and uh, coached the Pacers. And all that guy ever did was fail, but kept getting jobs and sort of could talk himself into anything, it seemed like.
1: But it makes more sense that he would get jobs because he was, you know, this super famous athlete. You know, on one level, but
0: on another level, Hugh Jackson was considered to be a great offensive coordinator and that's like a normal dude who would get jobs, right? Yeah. Like, Like Isaiah Thomas had never coached and was terrible at it just to give you a sense of it. And this is why I really thought of this comparison. Isaiah Thomas coached the Indiana Pacers for three years. Larry Bird was the GM. Isaiah Thomas, I believe, was fired by Larry Bird. Larry Bird stepped in to coach the Pacers. The Pacers immediately were one of the best teams in the league without changing personnel at all. Went to the finals one of the two years, I think went to the Eastern Conference finals the other two years. They never sniffed that stuff with, with I think they were barely 500 with Isaiah. They didn't change their personnel. It's crazy. Yeah. It's a it's a little bit like McVay coming in or um, your guy Mag- and uh, Nagy. Nagy coming in. Now they had young quarterbacks who were like taking a big leap forward, so it's a little harder to see how it all plays yeah. out. But it's hard not to give the coaches a lot of credit there. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, Hugh Jackson, geez, I next, mean next year the geez. Browns
1: seem like they're going to be in the mix. Is Greg Williams just going to be the coach of the Browns? I don't know. Well, I mean they have to hold on to him now, right? Do they? I mean, he's awful and everybody hates him. That's true. They don't have to hold on he's to a him. He's bounty gate.
0: They could also sort of talk themselves into, imagine if we had like a great offensive guy, like the Sean McVays of the world for Baker Mayfield instead of this freaking dude. If they finish 8-7-1, and one, they're going to they're gonna have to keep him.
1: Yeah. They just have to. I think the Browns are going to be in the mix next year as long as Baker's healthy. I, I don't know if that's true or not, but it sounds good. I don't think they're
0: going to win four games, though. I think they're going to win, you know, somewhere between six and nine games. That's pretty exciting. I them. mean, there's
1: outliers where they, like, you would not have never thought the Bears would be 10 and 4 at any point this year, right? Correct.
0: Although getting Khalil Mack made it a little easier, but sure. I yeah. still wouldn't have thought that. I would have said, well, the only way they do it is Trubisky has to grow up right now, which is possible. He was a number three pick, or number two pick, excuse me. Um, they have a new coach. He has to, like, you know, press all the right buttons. So there was a scenario, but it was pretty unlikely. Yeah. I mean, yeah, of course, the Browns can go 12 and 4 next year. I mean, these things happen
1: quickly sometimes, you know? like we've really never thought it in the Bears division either, but... I don't, right. Browns division, not as tough. Um, still not. I mean, Pittsburgh and Baltimore. Yeah.
0: Those guys are pretty good. Cincinnati's not terrible either, except they lost Andy Dalton. Yeah. 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 That's true. Speaking of Andy Dalton, I just want to say this. So people think Andy Dalton sucks basically, right? Like he's mediocre. Sure. He's like the 18th best quarterback in the league or something. Yeah. But that's how I think of him too. That is not Cam Newton's perception. I don't think it should be. He's seen as like a reasonably good quarterback who MVP. He was an MVP who could again be an MVP. The last three years, Andy Dalton's numbers are clearly better than Cam Newton's numbers. Three years. Wow. Yeah. Just want to say it's it's. I think so much of it is just about perception. You know. That's like what Cam Cam about. had that MVP. Yeah, Cam had that MVP season. It's hard not to see him that way.
1: Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Like, do you think Cam Newton is viewed as better than players who haven't gotten the MVP, like Russell Wilson, players like that?
0: I think if you gave NFL GMs uh, the opportunity to draft right now, they would all take Russell Wilson ahead of Cam. Of course. Yeah. But do you think fans would see it that way? Uh, I think fans, uh, yes, I do. I okay. think, like, overall, fans would see it that way, yes. Do you? Yeah, probably. Yeah.
1: Does, does Breeze have an MVP? Has he ever won a, Did he win in, when they won the Super Bowl? Did he win MVP that I don't year? think he
0: ever has won it. Wow. He, this was his year, but it is no longer his year. He's not going to win it now. Probably not. He's been awful for three weeks straight. He has. He's not winning it. Mahomes is going to win it.
1: Speaking of which, let's do fantasy check-in.
0: Fantasy check-in. You
1: didn't have the same, you know. Fantasy time for you. I did not like that. All right. So let's talk about the overall theme of the week. Yeah. You're not alone if you had a very bad fantasy week because it was probably the worst week of the year. And it was a very important week. Now. Fortunately, for most people who are still in the playoffs, a lot of the big-time players had bad weeks. Yep. A lot of the players that got you to the point that you are, where you're in the semifinals or whatever round you're in, Arden did not perform the way that they did to get you there. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of really bad performances. Todd Gurley, of course, always does fine. but
0: Not always. Some of us, you know, the week before, true. suffered through his worst week of the season and missed by a quarter point making the playoffs or advancing the
1: playoffs, so. So not here's, always. here's a list of running backs yeah. who have not been performing well or up to their draft value that all had monster weeks this week. So if somehow you had these guys in your lineup, it was great for you. Go Dalvin Cook. Yeah. Has been a huge disappointment this year. He's been injured a lot. But yeah, yeah but he's he, also been bad. Yeah, but he, he had a monster week, like yeah. 28 fantasy points for the second week in a row. Derrick Henry. We'll oh. have to talk about him after I yes. say all these names. But Derek Henry. Great week. Yeah. Damian Williams takes yeah. the job in Kansas That's City. Less surprising, but sure. Yeah. Joe Mixon, who has com- right. been completely disappointing all year. He looked great. Had a big week. Marlon Mack, who had a couple good weeks earlier. This is
0: his third game of scoring two touchdowns in the game. And he's had three huge games, and everything else has been pretty lame. So hard to know what to do with that guy.
1: Yeah. Chris Carson had a big oh, week. Oh, yeah, he did. Like 27 points. Yeah. Tevin Coleman. Monster. He yeah. looks so good. And uh, Wendell Smallwood. Yeah. Those are the guys who did basically the best uh, besides Todd Gurley. And a lot of them were probably not played. Like, so lots yeah. of those guys were played. But, so, uh, in but,
0: desperation forces people to play some But
1: they weren't dudes. played because the teams that had them were not in the playoffs mm-hmm. of their leagues, right? Like, those are on the losing teams, those right, players, because yeah. you spent your second round pick on Joe Mixon. Right you're not making the playoffs most of the time. Not too many people who spent a fourth round pick on
0: Derrick Henry are, are in his position where they can play him. Yeah. Or would have chosen to play him, by the way. In either, even this week, after his monster week last week, you, some people may have played him, but a lot of people probably still didn't because he did it once.
1: Dalvin Cook was a lot of people's first round pick, like yeah. 11th or 12th overall. Like those but, people aren't in the playoffs mostly.
0: Mostly not. Unless they had like James, they picked up James Conner or some other yeah. flyer like that where it worked out. But um, But if you had him and you were in the playoffs, you probably were playing him. Right. A lot of the time, right? Yeah, So that's good for you, I guess. I don't know. Yeah,
1: so um, like a lot of the blue chip running backs had bad weeks. Uh, that was – Kamara and McCaffrey had pretty good yeah. games last night. They were pretty good. Gurley had a good game. Yes. Uh, Kareem Hunt, not in the league anymore. <laughs> that's right. Does you not know, count? It doesn't really count.
0: Lamar Miller got hurt after three carries. Not that he's a – Great running back, but he's a guy most people feel obligated to start, at least in the flex.
1: Yeah. I mean, David Johnson had like a medium game, but whatever. Nick Chubb ran for 100 yards. Yeah, but as that's he does like 10 fantasy game. points, though. I know. Just 10 fantasy points for Nick Chubb. Like, there were, just weren't that many good games among pretty much anybody. There, like, who had good games among receivers besides Mike Williams and DeAndre Hopkins? Like, nobody, really. Yeah, right. that's it. Uh, I guess the next guy was Doug Baldwin.
0: Yeah, he caught two touchdowns, right? Yeah. But, yeah, there wasn't, there wasn't a lot of good things happening for a lot of people. Points were down, this this thing, too. There were a lot less points scored than there had been. In I the, think
1: on Sunday, now, there were games on Saturday, so yeah. it changes it a bit, but it's still an outlier. There were only 42 touchdowns on Sunday, which is very low. Yeah,
0: usually there's like 55 or something. Oh, like right?
1: 65. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Now, of course, there are fewer games because there were the Saturday games, but it's only three fewer games. But let's talk about Derrick Henry. All right, let's talk about Derrick Because that's Henry. a guy who's
0: not having trouble scoring Something touchdowns. we talked
1: about last week is what happens if Derrick Henry keeps up some level of what he did when he had the biggest game of the year with 48 fantasy points two weeks ago? What happens next year in fantasy drafts? And, like, how, how can you deal with that as a person who knows what happens when you draft Derrick Henry? So
0: he, he ran, just for anyone who missed out, he ran for 170 yards and two touchdowns this week after running for, what, 238 and four last yeah. week? I mean, insane. Yeah, insane. Uh, we were saying actually when we were watching the games to each other. I was saying to Grant, uh, has any running back ever scored six touchdowns on the ground in two weeks? Probably it's happened. I'm not aware of it ever happening. I mean, yeah. it's so it's just almost like mind boggling. Here's the thing I got to say, which I don't know when I when I say well, okay before I say this. Where do you right now? We're doing a fantasy draft. Where are you taking Derrick Henry? I don't get to see the last two weeks. Nope. Right now, oh, you, you're, you're Rapunzel, or no, you're Rumpelstiltskin, you fall asleep, you wake back up. It's not neither right, of those All right,
1: so guys. I guess I should just slot him between a couple running backs yeah. rather than giving a round or something. He's clearly before Jordan Howard now, right? I mean, probably, yeah. Yeah, he's got to go before Jordan Howard. He's got to go before... All right, who's he after for sure? He's, I think he's before Dalvin Cook now, or but Dalvin Cook just had a big game, so... Is he before or after Dalvin Cook? <laughs> I think they're probably pretty close. And Joe Mixon? I would
0: take Mixon ahead of him. I but think.
1: he's in that range
0: of, probably of guys? Probably something like that. Sure. Okay. So does that mean like mid third
1: round? Late second, mid third, somewhere in that range. Hmm. Okay. Whereas two weeks ago, I would have said like eighth round, ninth round. If that. Yeah. If that. Um,
0: okay. Cool. All right. So here's the, here's the, piece of knowledge i'm going to drop on you so you know pro football focuses right yes so they watch every play and grade every play yeah last night they tweeted out that derrick henry through 14 weeks in the nfl season is their number one graded running back in the league really yes what isn't that amazing so they're saying he has been the best even though his numbers haven't shown it and it's not his it's not his fault
1: he's actually been good Yes.
0: Now, I'm sure these last two games have been really helpful to him in this yeah. way, but yes. It's crazy, right? Well,
1: obviously the numbers don't bear out what what they're saying because like, if you just go by fantasy points, which is kind of the metric that we would use to see how good a running back is doing in a season, um, Todd Gurley obviously has a lot more of them than he does. Well, yeah. Uh, in
0: fact, in a half-point PPR, Todd Gurley has 342 points. Derrick Henry has 167. So... I mean, there you go. He's less than half the amount of points. Derrick Henry is RB15 now after these two massive weeks. It's pretty good. Um, The thing is, here's the question. So he's RB15. Here's the guys who are behind him. Would you take any of these guys ahead of him next year? I think the answer is no, but let me see. Adrian Peterson, Kenyon Drake, Tevin Coleman, Aaron Jones? Aaron Jones, yes. Aaron Jones, I could say yes, too. Although
1: he just got sent to IR.
0: Yeah, so maybe not. Lamar Miller... Marlon no. Mack. Ma- maybe Marlon Mack. Marlon Mack's the only guy, as I look, unless Mark Ingram gets traded. Dalvin Cook's in this list also, maybe him. Okay, here's the guys who are ahead of him. Let's just go through the guys who are ahead of him. Are we taking them before or after Derrick Henry? Now that we, and let's remember, the best running back in the league, according, according to, these to guys. Pro Football. And they're watching every play. That means something. It does. Nick Chubb is ahead of him. I'm taking Nick Chubb. Me too. Tariq Cohen is ahead of him. I think I'm taking Tariq Cohen. I think I'm taking Derrick Henry with this new piece of information. It's pretty close. Yeah, David Johnson's ahead of him. I think I'm taking David Johnson. I guess you have to. It's close, but I think you have to. Lindsay on Denver. Derrick Henry. I don't know, man. That's You know what? Lindsay only has 30 more fantasy points than Derrick Henry and Derrick Henry's only had two good games and Lindsay's been playing all season basically. Yeah. I mean, Derrick Henry has been playing all yeah. season too, but that makes me want to take Derrick Henry ahead of Lindsay. Mixon, we talked about uh, James White. Derrick Henry. Uh, Kareem Hunt's not in the league anymore, so he's no longer in play. And then everyone else is a pretty clear you're taking them ahead of him. Gurley, Barkley, McCaffrey, Kamara, Elliott, Connor, and Gordon. Those are all obvious guys you take ahead of Derrick Henry. Yeah. So Derrick Henry's looking at like RB 12 or 13, it looks like. Wow. And he's the best running back in the league. If he's RB 12 or 13, that's like mid to late second round.
1: All right. So he's improved his standing from it's last. Not, I mean, when I'm putting that sticker on the board, it's not going to feel good. Nope maybe he has another two big weeks. It's I mean these next gonna, two weeks are going to It's still not going to feel good.
0: If he scores if he goes 170 2 touchdowns each game the next two weeks it's going to feel pretty good. He's going to be going earlier
1: then. Yeah, he's going to be in the first round. Yeah. Oh,
0: oh man, he's going to be a first rounder. <laughs> it's so weird. Oh boy, I'm going to really want to I'm going to be forced to take him in spots I'm going to hate my life, but I'm going to do it and live with it. I'll just tell you right now. Okay. All right. So, uh
1: is it time to get to our best bets? Yep. Excellent. It is time to get to the best bets? How many do you have? I have two uh one of which i don't know which side i want it's just a crazy cool. line yeah. um i have two as well i think one of them is at least going to be the same maybe both of
0: them let's find out
1: okay so the one that i was like what the hell and you thought you knew what i was talking yeah. about i don't know if you did this feels like a crazy line the titans are hosting washington and they're a half point favorites oh no that is not the one i was thinking you were going
0: to talk about interestingly enough um the Titans are hosting Washington. They're ten and a half points. Okay, well, here's what's going on, right? Josh Johnson is quarterbacking yeah. Washington. Tennessee has to win. Um, they're going to put
1: ten and a half points. I mean, has Tennessee's had multiple games this year where they don't even score that many points?
0: <laughs> that that's possible. We can look that up. Um, Washington is awful right now. Without they don't have. I mean, Josh Johnson is their quarterback. I think that's Washington what's going just won last week. I know, but they're awful. They're still awful even though they won. All right, I'm looking at Tennessee. Here's Tennessee's points scored every game. You ready? We'll go backward from, so the most recent. Yeah. 17, 30, 26, 17, 10, 34, 28, 19, 0, 12, 26, 9, 20, 20.
1: So they're a low-scoring
0: team for the NFL. Sure. They're a low-scoring team for the NFL.
1: 10.5-point favorites? <laughs> <laughs> Washington, Washington's bad. They're not the Raiders. Washington beat Jacksonville. Yeah. Um, so that was good. They're not the Raiders.
0: was awful. I mean, Washington coming into that game had lost four in a row. Houston, Dallas, Philly, and the Giants. And here's the margins. Two, eight, 15, and 24. Of course, this is as they're losing their quarterbacks, right? right? So it got, their quarterbacking has gotten worse and worse and worse. Ten and a half is a lot of points. I will admit that's more than I would have expected. I would not
1: be shocked if they were heading to New England and that was the line. But this is not New England, Jonathan. There's this th- is the Tennessee they're Titans. heading to New England be
0: 14. Um, yeah, Tennessee is
1: not great. I'm, I'm into that. I, I can be talked on that for sure. So, I mean, which side? The bad belly side or the conventional side? Oh, God.
0: Um, I was thinking Tennessee, the Tennessee side, <laughs> the conventional side.
1: You mean the bad belly side? Oh, you're right. That is the bad belly side. Yeah. Boy,
0: I don't even know anymore. I'm so turned around. Tennessee. With all these victories, Betting man. on
1: Tennessee winning by more yeah. than 10 and a half points bad belly. is bad belly. Yeah, yeah, for yeah. Sure. That's, that's the side. That's the yeah. side I like.
0: Okay. Um, so, yeah, so that's, that's one.
1: Okay. I, what, what's your other one? My other one is the Bears again, man. Mm-hmm. They're at the Niners. Yes. They're only four point favorites at the right. Niners. Right. Give me a fucking break.
0: That's one of my bets, too. Yeah. San Francisco plus four. Bad belly? Yeah. Has to be right. How could it not be a bad belly bet? That is the dream bad belly bet <laughs> scenario. Put all, put your house on this one, people. Sell your Maserati yeah. right now and put your money on San Francisco plus four because this line makes no sense at all. How could the Bears not be way bigger favorites than this? They're playing for the bye. They're playing for everything because the Niners just beat Seattle. Maybe.
1: I mean, come on. So what? Nick Mullins is the future. And yeah, the I mean, what are we talking? San Francisco wants to lose,
0: right? Aren't they tanking? They should be. They're not, but they should be. It seems crazy that the Bears are only, a, are only favored by four, so I love San Francisco plus four That's as a result. That's
1: fair, but you wanted to bet the Bears last week for conventional reasons.
0: Yeah, well, we had a bad belly bet last week, and we had a conventional bet last week. So why not this week? Well, you could say that about every bad belly bet ever. I right? know,
1: but I want to bet on the Bears.
0: I understand. Um, here's, my, here's my bet okay. that, I, that I pulled out. I'm surprised you didn't do this one, actually. This is all you all the time. Arizona is at home hosting the Rams. 14-point mm-hmm. dogs at home. Yeah. That's
1: all Grant Denison, man. That's the Grant Denison line. Take the Rams?
0: Uh, that was not what I was thinking. No, I was assuming you would want to take the Arizona.
1: No, 14 is not enough. 14 not enough? When I want to take it, it's when it's like 17. Actually,
0: you know what would be nice is 14 and a half. The, extra yeah. half the, the hook there would be really nice. Yahoo actually has it as 15 and a half, but Pinnacle had it at 14. So maybe that's, maybe that's better to wait a little bit and see if the line moves.
1: Why don't we do the other two? I, I'll go bad belly on both with you. Oh, you will. All yeah, right. You're going to so take the Titans chance. on the minus 10 and a half hosting Washington and the Niners. Ugh, yeah. Plus four hosting the Bears. That's how
0: you're supposed to feel when you bet sports. Yeah. You just did it. You how did great.
1: could that be the line?
0: Yeah. seems right.
1: impossible. All right. Okay. Is Khalil Mack hurt? Are we unaware of that? <laughs> like what's going on?
0: Khalil Mac is now playing quarterback.
1: All right. I guess we're done. And uh, I guess we're going to bet that. bet. Okay
0: you we'll